Hi everyone, this is Scott Lutz and welcome to another Bible Ring of the Day. Today we are, uh, for your NIV reading, we're in Song of Songs, eight chapter 8, 1-14. And then uh, for your ESV, we're going to do Exodus uh, 10, 1-29, then Luke 16, 1-31. Today we are finishing up with the book of Song of Songs, and then we're going to go to the book of Isaiah, which will be the first of the prophetic books tomorrow. So let's go ahead and and read the scripture. If only you were with to me like a brother who was nursed at my mother's breast, then I found you outside, I would kiss you, and no one would despise me. I would lead you and bring you to my mother's house. She who has taught me, I would give you spiced wine to drink and nectar of my pomegranates. His left arm is under my head, and his right arm embraces me. Daughters of Jerusalem, I charge you, do not arouse or awaken love until it so desires. Friends, who is this coming up from the desert, leaning on her lover? Beloved, under the apple tree I roused you. There your mother conceived you. There she was in labor, gave you birth. Place me like a seal over your heart, like a seal on your arm, for love is as strong as death, its jealousy unyielding as the grave. It burns like blazing fire, like a mighty flame. Many waters cannot quench love, rivers cannot wash it away. If only there if only if one were to give all the wealth of this house for love, it would be utterly scorned. Friends, we have a young sister, and her breasts are, are not yet grown. What shall we do with our, for our sister, for the day she is spoken for? If she is a wall, we will build towers and silver on her, on her, and she is a door. If she is a door, we will enclose her with panels of cedar. Beloved, I am a wall, and my breasts are like towers. Thus I have become in his eyes, like one bringing contentment. Solomon had a vineyard in Belhamon. He let out his vineyard to tenants. Each was to bring for its fruit a thousand shekels of silver, but my own vineyard is mine to give. A thousand shekels are for you, for you, O Solomon, and two hundred are for those who tend its fruit. Lover. You who dwell in the gardens with friends in attendance, let me hear your voice. Beloved, come away, my lover, and be like a gazelle or like a young stag on the spice-laden mountains. Let's go ahead and head to your New Testament read, to your ESV reading. Hi, everyone. This is Scott Lutz. Now we're in your ESV reading, Exodus 10, 1 through 29. Let's go ahead and read the scripture. The eighth plague, locusts. Then the, then the Lord said to Moses, Go into Pharaoh, for I have hardened his heart and the heart of his servants, that I may show these signs of mine among them, and that you may tell in the hearing of your son and of your grandson how I have dealt harshly with the Egyptians, and what signs I have done among them, that you may know that I am the Lord. So Moses and Aaron went to, into Pharaoh and, he, and said to him, Thus says the Lord, the God of the Hebrews, How long will you refuse to humble yourself before me? Tell my people go, let my people go, that they may serve me. 
For I will, for if you refuse to let my people go, behold, tomorrow I will bring locusts in your country, and they shall shake, and they shall cover the face of the land, so that no one can see the the land, and they shall eat what is left to to you after the hail, and they shall eat every tree of yours that grows in the field, and you shall, and they shall fill your houses and then. And the houses of all your servants and all, of all Egyptians, as neither you, your fathers nor your grandfathers has seen from the day they came on earth to this day. Then he turned and went away, went out from Pharaoh. Then Pharaoh's servants said to him, How long shall this man be a snare to us? Let the men go, that they may serve the Lord their God. Do you not yet understand that Egypt is ruined? So Moses and Aram were brought back to Pharaoh, and he said to them, Go, serve the Lord your God, but which ones are go- are to go? Moses said, We will go with our young and our old. We will go with our sons and our daughters, and with our flocks and herds, for we must hold a feast to the Lord. But he said to them, The Lord be with you if I ever let you and your little ones go. Look, you have some evil purpose in mind. No, go with Go, the men among you, and serve the Lord, for that is what you are asking. And they were driven out from Pharaoh's presence. Then the Lord said to Moses, Stretch out your hand over the land of Egypt for the locusts, so that they may come upon the land of Egypt and eat every plant in the land, all that the hill has left. So Moses stretched out his staff over the land of Egypt, and the Lord brought an east wind over the land all day and all that night. When it was morning, the east wind was had brought the locusts. The locusts came up over all the land of Egypt and settled on the whole country of Egypt. Such a dense swarm of locusts are as had never been before, nor yet ever will be again. They covered the face of the whole land so that they, the land was darkened, and they ate all the plants in the Land and the fruit of the trees that the hail had left, not a green, not a green thing remained, neither tree nor plant or of the field, through all the land of Egypt. Then Pharaoh hastily called Moses and Aaron and said, "I have sinned against the Lord your God and against you. Now therefore forgive my sin, please only only this once." And plead with the Lord your God only to remove this death from me. So he went out from Pharaoh and pleaded with the Lord. And the Lord turned the wind into a very strong east wind, which lifted the locusts and drove them in into the Red Sea. Not a single locust was left in all the country of Egypt. But the Lord hardened Pharaoh's heart, and he did not let the people of Israel go. The Ninth Plague Darkness Then the Lord said to Moses, Stretch out your hand toward heaven, that there may be darkness over the land of Egypt, a darkness to be be felt. So Moses stretched out out his hand over toward heaven, and there was pitch darkness in all the land of Egypt three days. They did not see one another, nor did anyone rise from his place for three days. But all the people of Israel had light where they lived. Then Pharaoh called Moses and said, Go serve the Lord, your little ones 
also may, may go with you. Only let your flocks and your herds remain behind. But Moses said, You must also let us have sacrifices and burnt offerings that we may sacrifice to the Lord our God. Our livestock also must go with us. Not a hoof shall be left behind. For we must take of them to serve the Lord our God. And we do not know with what are we must serve the Lord until we arrive there. But the Lord hardened Pharaoh's heart, and he would not let them go. Then Pharaoh said to, to him, Get away from me. Take care never to see my face again. For on the day you see my face, you shall die. Moses said, As you say, I will not see your face again. Let's go ahead and uh, head to your New Testament reading. Okay, so now we are in uh, Luke 16, 1-31. So let's go ahead and read the scripture, the parable of the dishonest manager. He also said to the disciples, There was a rich man who had a manager, and charges were brought to him that this man was wasting his possessions. And he called him and said to him, What is this that I hear about you? Turn in the account of your management, for you can no longer be manager. And the manager said to himself, What shall I do since my master is taking the management away from me? I am no, not strong enough to dig, and I am, and I am ashamed to beg. I have decided what to do, so that when I am removed from management, people may receive me in, into their houses. So, summon, so summoning his master, debtors one by one, he said to the first, How much do you owe my master? He said, a hundred measures of oil. He said to him, take you your bill and sit down quickly and write 50. Then he said to another, and how much do you owe? He said, a hundred measures of wheat. He said to him, take your bill and write 80, 80. The master commanded the dishonest manager for his shrewdness, for the sons of the world of this world are more shrewd in dealing with their own generation that than the son of light and i sons of light and i tell you make friends for yourselves by means of unrighteous wealth so that when it falls fails they have they may, may receive you into the eternal dwellings one who is faithful in a very large very little is also faithful in much and who who and one who is dishonest in a very little is also dishonest in much. If then you have not not been faithful in the righteous wealth, who had who will entrust to you the the true riches? And if you have not been faithful in that which is one's is is another's, who will give you what that which is your own? No servant can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, and he will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and money. The Law and the, and the Kingdom of God The Pharisees, who were lovers of money, heard all these things, and they ridiculed him. And they said to him, You are, the, are those who justify them yourselves before men. But God knows your hearts, for what is exalted among men is an abomination in the sight of God. The law of the prophets were in, 
wait until John. Since then, the good news of the kingdom of God is preached, and everyone forces his way into it. But it is easier for heaven and earth to pass away than for one dot of the law to become void. Divorce and Remarriage Everyone who divorces his wife and marries another commits adultery. And he who marries a woman divorced from her husband commits adultery. The rich man and Lazarus. There was a rich man who who was clothed in purple and fine linen and who feasted sumptuously every day. And at his gate was laid a poor man named Lazarus, covered with sores, who desired to be fed with his with what fell from the rich man's table. However, even the dogs came and licked his sores. The, the poor man died and was carried to the angels of a, to Abraham's side. The rich man also died and was buried. And in Hades, being in torment, he lifted up his eyes and saw Abraham far off and Lazarus at his side. And he called out, Father Abraham, have mercy on me and send Lazarus to dip the end of his finger in water and cool my tongue, for I am in anguish in in this flame. But Abraham said, Child, remember that you are you in your lifetime received your good things and Lazarus in in like manner bad things. But now he is comforted here, and you are in anguish. And besides all this between us and you, a great chasm has been fixed in order that those who would pass from here to you may not be able and none may cross from there to us. And he said, Then I beg you, your father, to send him to my father's house, for I have five brothers, so that he may warn them, lest you they also come into this place of torment. But Abraham said, They have Moses and the prophets. Let them hear them. And he said, No, Father Abraham, but if someone goes to them from the dead, they will repent. He said to him, If they do not hear Moses and the prophets, neither will they be convinced if someone should rise from the dead. Let's go ahead and close them in prayer. Father in heaven, I just lift you up, O Lord. I thank you for who you are, Lord God. Thank you, Lord, for showing us that you are the only true uh, way to, to eternal life, Lord God. That even no matter what we do to get people's attention, only you can can and your holy and the Holy Spirit can unharden the heart, and that you can open their hearts towards you. And I pray that you do this, Lord, to open sinners' hearts towards you. In Jesus' name, Amen. God bless you. Have a good day.